Welcome to SV Pod. Stanford Steve along with us. Another Steve coming. It's going to be very complicated when we try to separate if it's Stanford Steve or network television star Steve, Steve Sands. Sands. Coming off, the, coming off the big major last week at Tahoe, heading into the real major this week in the Open Championship. Uh, then the Olympics, the summer of Sands. Uh, we'll get to Steve in a minute. What's up, big boy? Nothing. Uh, back uh, from vacay. Um, appreciate everybody's reaction to the uh, pod last week. Uh, plenty sounds like a lot of people had some laps at my expense. Um, it's not that I think it's it's relatable. Water slide. It's relatable content, Steve. They, they they put themselves in your shoes. They try to imagine standing nine stories up in a, sl- a water slide with a five year old. Yeah, and then we drove by it on the way out, and uh, was, mm. mom wasn't happy. Mom I'd wasn't wa- happy that we took her up that high. Does, does it look like a skyscraper? I mean, there's yeah. no there's no vertical landmarks, and then there's this giant skyscraper that you yep. took your children in. It was you took them all the way up there. Yep, and we came right down. How many uh, how many how many miles of silence following that? Well, there's no traffic there, so maybe maybe ten or fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> just hear the tires just ding, ding, just ding, ding, yeah ding, ding, ding. yeah. It's fun. Let's turn some music up. Here, it's fun. It's fun. Let's get a little yacht rock going. You know what? Love yacht rock. Do huh? you? Come on. Put oh, on yacht I didn't rock. think you would. I Bangers. did not think you were yacht Bangers. rock. Guys. Michael McDonald, Christopher Cross, oh. Steely Dan. One. I mean, just a bunch of bangers. And you know what's great? Great addition this summer to yacht rock. Whoever's in charge of it, I know you're out there listening. Great addition adding Paul and Oates. So good. Those guys are tremendous. Are you so good? Me? Listen, oh. last week a Shade Forty Five. This this week Yacht Rock reference. This is just to show you what kind of well-rounded content you're getting out of a couple of middle-aged goons. Stanford Steve and your boy SVP. Love Yacht Rock. Uh, I have a question for you. I love your questions. I'm watching uh, McGregor the other night. Uh huh. And the undercard, there's some females. Um, yep. Fighting. Okay. What if your daughter came up to you and said, Dad, I want to be an MMA fighter? Okay. What do you say? Kick their ass. I mean, I just, I don't, if my son wanted to be an MMA fighter, I would be just, I would be skittish just because I would be uh, horribly afraid that they'd get mopped. Mm -hmm. I mean, you go in there, you can get wrecked in a hurry, get got. Or your leg might snap in half. I mean, mm. I I would think anything that that's I perceive to be dangerous, I would talk them out of. I think I would explain the risks and then hope that. At what age are we talking about? I mean, if she tells me this today. She's eight. No, no, say, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like down the road, like like <laughs> like like eighteen, nineteen. Uh, is that what you, do you want to get it? Is that what you want to do? Why? Tell me why. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I, my, my, rea- my reaction wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be mortified. Just I'd be. No, no. I, I, I'm I'd saying have, like, I, no, no, I know. Say like, how do you approach that? Like, I always, I just think about safety of my kids. Sure. And the last thing you want is them out there getting their block knocked off. Steve, you just took your child up in a nine story thing and had him step off a ledge. Right? I understand that. Okay. So maybe maybe you're not the best guy to talk about your, your the safety of your children. 
about that's that. why I'm asking you. The, oh, there you go. No, I no. look. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I think I'd be scared for my daughter or my son. I think look, yeah. man, that's nasty business. I see the people that are in there just doing work. It is. There's some rough, rough folks. Tough, Those, tough people. Oh, I don't. I'm. I don't think my kids are tough enough. Okay. Soft, soft, privileged existences they're they're living in. Even I Charlie. Just, I mean, he's crazy though. It sounds like all yeah, bets yes, are off. You got all, you got to wear you got to wear something. Yeah, all bets are off with him. <laughs> if it's nude MMA, Charlie all the way. All right, I got another important question. <laughs> yeah. We're driving back from the Outer Banks, and we're on ninety five. You know that that straightaway from Richmond up to what is it, Fredericksburg, and over to Tyson's Corner. That whole stretch of ninety five, right? Sure. There's an easy pass expressway for a good 40 miles. That was a home run last year. You got on that thing and you were good. No traffic. Good to go. Nice, easy ride. Why the f*** is that thing closed on a Saturday during the summer when everybody is driving? Somebody needs to tell me why that thing is closed. Um. Steve, I'm unaware of of the di- of the different municipalities' rulings about roadways and and thoroughfares. How the hell do I know? I don't know. Why I'm not. I'm no, I'm, I'm asking. This is this is for the people because the people have been great getting back to me with my questions. Like I asked, hey, about the windshield. How do I get the streaks out of my windshield? Newspaper. I found out it- Did yeah. It Did that work? I, I didn't try it yet. Uh, <laughs> and people- and I got to go buy a newspaper. I don't get a newspaper anymore. That's true. Where do I get a newspaper? I got to go no. buy one. No one knows. But no those knows. people out there, because Virginia right now, you're on the list. That that was horrendous out of you. We need a better effort out of you, Virginia, on the weekends when everybody's traveling. We need we need a better effort. Open the I, gate. <laughs> I think that's reasonable ask. I mean, there's there's beach traffic. Oh. Man. You're telling me that there was a whole section of road with an easy pass that wasn't open? Like 40 miles, Scott. It's right there on the that's left. Bad. And I'm just sitting there bumper to bumper looking at like, Look at all that real estate that I could just be gobbling up right now. All right. We're reaching the dad pod portion of the broadcast, which now seems inevitable, but it's summertime and we got a lot of this, a lot of this drive and talk. I have a question for you. Mm. This is, this is a regional reference, but I, enough people that listen are from our part of the world. Um, you get to the Bay Bridge, which connects the one side of Maryland to the other over the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Mm-hmm. Big, tall bridge makes some people a little skittish. Uh, doesn't bother me much unless no. unless I see the sign that says two way traffic. What that means is there's a bridge that goes over. There's a bridge that comes back. But when Maryland, because Maryland knows how to get stuff done, they know you need three lanes going down because everyone's going down. If you don't gauge the driving correctly, you end up in the left hand side, which means it's you going head on into another lane of traffic coming the other way on the bridge oncoming traffic on a bridge that's several hundred feet above the water for five miles and gets up there i'm not gonna lie to you i don't i don't love that and when i went down most recently with otis the dog who was panting heavily and i thought he was he was in the middle of just tapping out on me we we had a lot of high stress car ride to begin with otis the dog's not doing great on the drive down and now mm-hmm. I'm going into I'm going into oncoming traffic over the Bay Bridge. Zero to ten on your stress thing, because mine was about an eight on that one. 
Uh, zero. Doesn't bother you? No. Here comes all. a tractor trailer driving 60 at you. And there's no bailout. I got no nope. bailout. No. All right. I, 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 I trust truck drivers. I, I just, it's a high, it's a high, it was a high stress moment for me. So I guess what You're I'm like, saying is I need to, that, I need get that I, lemon booty. I did have shout to Bomani Jones. I, I believe he invented the term. The lemon booty was profound. I need to hug the right hand rail when I get down there towards Annapolis to make sure I don't end up on the left hand side going into oncoming traffic. What um, if you're by yourself? Can you handle it? I mean, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's no better. Okay. It's just stressful because there's no, there's nowhere to go. Somebody's not paying attention. They're texting They're changing from yacht rock to some inferior station. They're looking down. They look all of a sudden, bang. Now I, I carve jackknives and flips into the friggin' bay. You're done. No, thank you. Um, we'll get to Steve Sands in a minute. Open championship this week. Stanley Cup champions are Tampa Bay. They got after it again aggressively. Hockey guys, they just they're they're on their own list when it comes to celebrating, right? I can't wait to have those guys on the show next year. Who? NHLers. When they're in town? Yeah, when they're in town, when we follow games, that's going to be go. awesome. I agree. That's... Don't say that. Don't say that. You just said what? it. What did I say? That two words together. Let's let's go. Did I say it? Yeah, yeah. I, it's subliminal. I didn't mean to do it. All right, it's um, not allowed on this podcast. I like Cooper a lot. John Cooper, their coach. Oh, he's just, phenomenal he's just, story. I what a guy, and just and they're they're tremendous. I mean, they didn't trail in fourteen of their sixteen wins. They won ten of the games by double digits. They made it look easy. Winning a Stanley Cup playoff game is hard as hell. And they made it look easy, man. Really, really easy. So back-to-back cups salute to the Lightning and their story. Meanwhile, the Bucs got on the board in game three. Game four comes Wednesday night. Giannis is doing some outrageous stuff. And the Suns Suns concern me because that Sharich injury is the kind of thing that you don't think a ton of it. And then you look at their bigs. And we're fans of Frank Kaminsky. Shout to the conglomerate. Right, scratch off tickets, but they the Bucks can just bully him in the paint. I mean, just absolutely bully him. They got nothing for Giannis. And if Aiden gets in foul trouble like he did in game three, and I'm doing that thing where I'm overreacting to what I saw most recently, mm-hmm. which is your biggest guard against mm-hmm. Giannis is pretty good in game two as well. And the Suns needed 23s to, to get that victory. So I don't know. I guess I'm just saying I don't know that there's an answer for the Suns uh, with Giannis the rest of the way. It's I said last week how much I love this finals, and it's just because I'm learning more and more stuff about it. I go back to game two. I watch you guys on the show, you know, and it was just like, you know, you were you kept asking the question, what do you do now when you played better, you made adjustments, you had, Giannis had 42, and you still couldn't beat him. Well, they, and yeah, they got I looked they, at they, they got nothing from Middleton and Holiday in that yep. game, and the Suns made twenty threes. And that's and that's what I, I looked at it the other side. Like I took a lot out of that in, in positive uh, ways for the Bucks because they did make adjustments, and the other team made twenty three pointers. Man, you know they're shooting on their home nets. That's going to happen. And obviously, you don't you, you you know it's game two of a series. You know you're going home. It would have been a nice one to have, uh, but I just. I've liked what I've seen from the Bucs, and I still 
No, I because I I'm that confident. I know I'm going to get more out of Middleton. Uh, he started, you know, Legler pointed out how critical it was for him to have a good first quarter last night. He did that. They get the lead. They never look back. Um, but I think we're set up for an awesome series. Um, I do feel like a lot of people think Phoenix bounces back and wins. I I, I don't. Uh, I think Milwaukee has the goods because I don't think Milwaukee has shot it as well as they could or well as they can. I, I don't know what I'm saying there. Um, it's fine. It's but, fine. Uh, yeah, let's go seven in that series. I'd love to see that. We're going to be working up until July 22nd anyway. Might as well play. Let's, let's play them all. Let's play Countdown them all. Countdown started. Because then, then <laughs> your man is going to be real hard to find. We're going to get scarce around these parts. We'll see you for some football. And then I'll get 8 billion tweets going, you have a job anymore? Yep, I do. I'll see you for football. We'll get, we'll, we'll, we're going to put together a little pod, little pod yeah, talk. Maybe. We got one coming. All right. We got one. Two coming. rock holds on up to two. Like peace two out. Or is that two? We're going to record one to put out later at a later date. Okay. Um, and then I guess but one next week, we'll figure that out. But uh, yeah, after the finals and you know, I know what we could do. I know what we I could... can do is go to the beach. See y'all later. What are we going to uh, do? You'll, you'll, you'll be mocking. I, I think we throw a little yeah, fantasy do. questions out there for the people. That's what I think we could do. Well, I'll tell you this. By the time we talk next, I will know we will have oh, yeah. done the first draft lottery and we will know what the position is. And uh, then we can begin mocking in earnest. That league where we're going to have the lottery, that's the one that I've won two out of three years. No big deal. So, yeah. Well, uh, are you going to gar- Are you, are you going to win the golf tournament this weekend? Because you're playing in a major. I'm not going to guarantee anything. I'm going to guarantee that you're going to have a focused effort, um, a very focused effort. Uh, we, we put in the work. We trust the work. We're going to trust the swing. And it's just going to come down to do we make putts. I, I was just going to ask, how are we rolling it? We're rolling it good? Seeing yeah, the, that's that's always the issue. Um, got to read the greens in, in, in gotta, Delaware. Got to hit Tough. it firm. Got to hit down it firm. On, down on the shore, it gets, gets a little dicey. Right, the ocean. Pull of the ocean. That's always. Trust your eyes and your hands. All right. If we're going to talk golf, you know what we should do? We should we should welcome in. We're just on cable at midnight. I, I think we should welcome in a guy who does it at the network level. Three letters, rarefied air. You guys own parking spot at the starboard. Yep, not me. It was just a little flyer up that said network parking only. That's all right. I parked my car right there and walked on in. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. And action. An historic moment in the history of the podcast. We're welcoming te- <laughs> television Steve Sands to the festivities. Yeah. Fresh off, fresh off the first major in a back-to-back major week on NBC and the Golf Channel. We go from Tahoe to the Open Championship. We'll get to the Open Championship and how you guys are going to cover it this, this year on NBC and the Golf Channel. But first, Tahoe. I've never been there 
is it as is it as good as it looks on television? No, better. It's the best week in golf. I think it's the best week in sports. Come Scott, on, you and been, come listen, on. You the best week in this, sports. Listen to me, man. You and I have been doing this a long time. All right. Tahoe has the best weather anywhere on the planet in the summertime. That's the first thing. Casino, a book, great restaurants, incredible people watching. What more could you ask for? So wait. So wait. Good weather. Good weather. Casino. And some of the biggest stars in sports. Yeah. With a little bit of golf mixed in. It's it's absolutely we stay at a casino. You hang out in the sports book, playing blackjack, you know, probably enjoying a couple of beverages late into the evening. Music's playing. People are having fun. And then uh, you go out and there's a hit and giggle for three days and you're actually getting paid to be there to talk about it. It's great. Stealing money. The the thing about the, the thing about talking about gambling is that Steve, as in Sands and my guy Stanford, Steve, myself, all of us. The best way to describe us is unafraid. Okay. Dege- degenerates. Yeah, see, that's that that gets thrown around way too casually today by people that just aren't. All right. Unless you've been in Vegas to cover the event out at what was that place called? TPC Summerlin back in the day? Correct. Yes. Unless you've been to Vegas to cover that event where you go out on the Thursday before, lose all the money you have in the days leading up to the start of the tournament week, and you have to spend the rest of the week in Las Vegas dead broke. Yeah. And you and you then stage the greatest comeback ever seen in Vegas and dump out a duffel bag full of cash in your friend's apartment in D.C. when you come back the following week, then you're not a degenerate. But That is true. That, people, that's, called, that's called experience. Correct. You're right. You're right. But, I'm wrong. No, it's not a matter of right and wrong. I just think that for the purposes of what I'm getting to here, you, me, Stanford, Steve, our experiences as it relates to a casino and the where we're willing to go and where others are willing to go might not be the same. So it's kind of hard to ask you about the card playing Very experiences true. because, you know, markers get involved, bad decisions are made, repeated, you know, some things have to get explained. So I'm well, not going to so- ask, I'm not going to ask how you did. I just want to ask, did you have fun? I had a blast. Um, I got my butt kicked at the blackjack tables, but for the first time ever in Tahoe, Scott, yeah. there were actually some live sports with the NHL and the NBA going on deep into the July month because of the pandemic. We actually had something to you know throw some money on after losing 17 out of 18 straight hands at the blackjack table and looking at the guy and saying, can I get another marker, please? And the guy goes, no, you're out of money, Mr. Sands. Thank you. Oh, so you went, know, went through the marker. Been I, there. It's funny. I was. I, Been I, there. I, I went into my wallet and I was looking for that emergency father credit card that they gave you in college. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't have those anymore at 52 years of age. So you know, you're I, the father. Uh, you're the one that's supposed to be, be making the responsible decisions. Oh my but, god. So the, I mean. Rogers is out there. I mean, the, the laundry list of stars, it's a big time. I mean, and, and like every and everybody's like everyone gets along, don't they? Like there's no person. And if there were, you'd have to tell us who they were. You're contractually obligated to tell us who's. The but everybody's kind of OK with each other, right? 
Well, I, if we're allowed to curse since you just did, uh, yeah. I will tell you that there is a no policy. That's oh. the way it is. That's the way it is with our friendships uh, and the people we like to hang around with, save for one or two. I was going to say. <laughs> and <laughs> save for a couple. But we won't mention, you know, anybody like that. Uh, but out there, oh, everybody has a good time. Everybody's, everybody's you know, just enjoying the, the fun and the sun. I mean, you're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Think about what he's going through right now with all the things going on in his world with camp coming up in a few weeks. Uh, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Is he going to get traded? Is he going to hold out? Is he going to retire? Uh, those kinds of things. He's out there enjoying himself, having a great time. Justin Timberlake, Scott and Steve. Justin Timberlake is the biggest global star, I think, alive today when it comes to entertainment. And I was talking to him yesterday on Sunday. I said, hey, everybody treating you well? Everything going okay? Uh, anything, you know, we can do to make it a little bit better? He goes, no, perfect. Having a blast. Everybody's doing their thing. He gets treated perfectly well. And he's out there having a blast with Travis Kelsey. If you guys don't get – I mean, I could tell you about 15 guys to get but if you guys don't get Travis Kelsey on this podcast to have fun with somebody for 15 or 20 minutes, that guy's my new – after seeing Bakhtiari last night chug the two beers, he's my second favorite athlete on the planet now because Travis Kelsey is an all-time great guy, having fun with Mahomes and Timberlake. They played for three days. These guys are massive stars, man. They're getting bothered all the time, and they're out there having a good time doing something they don't normally do out of their element. And uh, it, it's amazing. It is a laundry list. It's a who's who uh, out there. And it's a lot of fun to be in the mix. Steve, you been to Tahoe? Stanford, I didn't Steve? miss. I didn't miss that tournament one year when I was at Stanford. It's the best weekend of the whole year. Tahoe's yeah. incredible. And then incredible. You, you, if he's, I once sat down at a blackjack table and the, the dealer looked at me. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know if you want to sit down in that chair. And I'm like, I thought it's like somebody – or something i'm like what's what's the problem <laughs> and i won't name names but a former nba she said this guy lost eighty thousand dollars in that seat last night playing blackjack and i'm like wait, all right wait let me guess chris weber <laughs> no, maybe, have been. I, perhaps i mean listen man i've seen i've seen some guys look at the three of us i'd like to think we've been around the blackjack table a few times in our lives I have never, ever seen guys throw down money and have it coming their way or going back to the casino <laughs> in such large numbers like you do when you see these guys. That When Jordan used to play out there, Barkley, Barkley still plays. Weber goes deep. Mahomes and Kelsey never left the casino. I mean, these guys are having so much fun. And let's face it, they make a hell of a living. By the way, you've got other guys like John O'Hurley. Remember him, Peterman? You know, on, on Seinfeld, guys like T.J. Oshie, guys like Jim McMahon, guys like Jack Wagner, uh, you, know, if you're, you know, if you're a fan of soap operas and things like that. These guys go deep, man. <laughs> they have a good time, and they deserve it, man. They're out there, you know, living the life, and uh, they work hard to do what they do. So a couple of days in Tahoe, they get a little loose. It's, uh, it's great, and it, it's fun to be out there. And now you pivot from that? To the yeah. Open Championship. Now. From one major to another, as you said. It's back-to-back <laughs> majors for, for, for our guy, Sanzi. Um, oh, Jesus. I, I have said for years, 
and you and I have covered all of them, that the Open Championship is my favorite major. And I like going to Augusta National better for the week. I get to see people that I've gotten to know, um, you know, people that I've become friendly with and, and people that you know, my, my friends, I know some members, but at Augusta National, I'm, I'm friends with the folks that, that work there and you have, you have like real friendships, which is awesome. Um, but the Open Championship, there's just something about it. It's just something romantic about the idea that they played for it longer than any other. Uh, it, it's, it's the style of golf. It's complaining about the weather and the bad, the food that we don't love and no television and blah, blah, blah. I love the Open. I, on the record, I've never asked you, um, are you in the same boat as I am as it relates to the Open? By far. Um, I think Augusta and the Masters is a cozier atmosphere. Like you said, it's a small town. We gather there every year. We get to see everybody. You and I get to have dinner. We don't get to do that very often, Scott. And it's fantastic. The Open Championship. And by the way, it's, it's elegant. Like Wimbledon that just ended. Uh, it's got an elegance to it uh, that the other three majors uh, do not have. Just like in tennis, Wimbledon has an elegance to it, a gracefulness to it that the other three majors do not have. But the Open to me, Scott, when you get over there, it's the best. And at our company, at NBC and Golf Channel, when we got the Open uh, in 2016 was our first one at Troon. And I had always gone there and seen you guys do it because I would be working for Golf Channel uh, for the, you know, for our pregame and postgame after you guys were done or before you guys were uh, starting. And I said to all the guys on our team, you guys have never been to the open. Like you guys have never done the open. And they were like, no, what's it like? I'm like, it's the best. So then we go to Royal Troon and the first time we have it, you could probably say Henrik Stenson 63 on Sunday to beat Phil Mickelson who shot a 65 was arguably the greatest round of golf in the history of the sport. And all of our guys are like, this is the greatest event ever. <laughs> and I, I think it's the best. It's the style of play. Uh, it's different. Uh, it's cold. It's nasty. The food sucks. Uh, they don't have ice. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, I never got it, that. It, I, I like for, for, for people that invented a lot of stuff, it's like ice is, is really, it's not a complicated recipe. It's water listen, and getting I'll, cold. I'll, if repeat, you don't believe you, in ice, you suck. There you go. Were you at, were you at the PGA uh, when the Dustin Johnson, Martin Keimer thing happened with the at Whistling Straits? No, Were you at that no. PGA? No, that's the All worst right. ruling in the history of golf. It's worst not ruling a, ever. Not a worst bunker, ever. not a trap. There's yeah. human beings and garbage in it. It's correct. It. Exactly. Please. So, okay. that, so that week, Scott, Herb Kohler, he's it's Kohler, Wisconsin. Herb Kohler, the Kohler toilets and the sinks and all that stuff. We get it. He was there, right? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to explain that for your audience. <laughs> so, so Herb Kohler's there, right? I've never met the guy. No idea what he's like. I've seen his face, you know, very recognizable guy, whatever. I go, Hey, Mr. Kohler, I, I don't know what it's like to run a billionaire, a billion dollar business, but I'm just curious. You guys open up shop over there in the UK. Cause you can make a fortune over there with that hot, cold sink nonsense. When you're burning <laughs> your hands, trying to shave on one hand right. and your other hands freezing because the right side is bone chilling cold. He's, he looked at me and goes, they're not going to change over there. Nothing changes over there. That's the beauty of it, Scott. It's, it's a wonderful place. Love going there. Uh, it's my favorite event of the year, just like you, uh, for the same exact reasons. You guys aren't going this year. Oh, man. So bad. So, so bad. So 
and this is inside the Beltway TV talk, but I think our audience will maybe be interested in this. It's it. I understand why the protocols over there are a mess. If you read how strict they are, I think for some players, uh, I mean, I look, though, everyone's going to go. It's the open. But if you didn't, I'd understand why to a degree, just because it's incredibly strict. Protocols are so much tougher. And I guess there's just no way you could bring the hundreds of people. And by the way, that's what it, it's hundreds slash thousands of people that are required to yeah. go over there to 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 correctly cover a major championship. So, I, I mean, when was that decision made? A couple of weeks ago, uh, we got together, our company, whoever those people are um, in, in that side of the building, they got together with the RNA who was trying to get together with the UK government, Scott, and they just couldn't relax the rules enough for it to make sense for, you know what it's like to cover one of those events. And we have sure. like three, four, 500 people going over there. That's what I'm saying. And, and you just couldn't do it. And it's a shame. I mean, look, there's 16 guys who are eligible to play in the open who are not playing at it for various reasons. A couple of them have chosen not to play, but COVID, contact tracing, Zach Johnson, he's yeah, an open just, champion. Yeah. You know, Bubba Watson, two-time Masters champion, Hideki Matsuyama, the current well, he, Masters champion. Matsuyama had it. Like, Bubba was just near – he was vaccinated, but he was close right. to somebody. I mean, that's where you just realize that, that – that, yeah. And it's I mean, nuts. I get I, I get not wanting to get on the plane and risking uh, infecting anybody else. I mean, because we're, we're still we're at that weird place now where it's here in the States. It's sort of ah, we're done with it, but we're really not. I mean, look at Japan. How, how are you guys? How are you guys going to be able to go to Japan to cover the Olympics? Well, that's the crazy thing is that we are like I remember talking to Bob with Susan about this during college basketball, watching a game in Lawrence. And he's calling the game from his from his home in the New York area. And I said, man, what's that like? He goes, it's awful. You know, it's the energy isn't there and it's just not the same. So for us, we're going to be calling it from Stanford, Connecticut in a studio in the NBC sports building while all the energy and all the action is going on over at Royal St. George's. The UK wants us, but we can't go. Japan doesn't want us and we're all going. So (laughs) what are you going to do, man? I mean, it's so bizarre. I'm, I'm going to be calling holes in a studio in Stanford, Connecticut at, for the Royal St. George's Open Championship. And we're going to be where they're going to be 32,000 fans a day, by the way. Right. Then we're going to hop on a plane and go to Tokyo where you can't leave your hotel room unless it's to go to the venue. They're in a state of emergency. There will be no fans at any venue at all. And you can't get food or booze after 8 p.m. in Japan. Yet we're still going for 17 days. And by the way, have you ever been to Japan? No. You guys ever been to Japan? You two, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 5'11". I'm a little guy. You two, nah. are large, mm. you, two are, you two are large individuals. Hotel rooms in Tokyo are the size of your thumb. So for <laughs> 17 days, we're going to be sitting there with no food, no booze, no English TV sitting in a room unless you're at the golf course. So it's going to be bizarre, really bizarre. But the thing I'd say about calling golf is when you, I mean, when I was at St. Andrews, I was in like a trailer by the road hole. Now, granted, you could look out your window, but the thing about calling golf is maybe you have four or five holes. You're not sitting. You're only sitting at one of them. So you're calling it off a monitor anyway. I don't think it'll feel that different, but the, I think the biggest difference is that when you go, you spend two or three days walking the golf course with players. You get great intel about who to bet. 
obviously I never would do that. I'm just saying you get Intel and, yeah. and, and there's, you get the feel for the venue and you get a feel for the place that that's, that's the challenge that I think, you know, everyone, and you guys will do a great job. Just, it's just, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Does this mean that I'm not going to get my favorite text three times like? a year? Who do, who we, do like? we like? That's it. Just the random, who do we like? <laughs> but, but, but that's, listen, anyone that goes, you, because here's what happens. You walk a practice round with somebody and they're striping it. And you're like, oh, oh Paul Casey, top 20. Oh, Maybe take listen, a flyer on that. <laughs> as Billy Walters once famously said, yeah. I'm not in the gambling business. I'm in the information business. There you go. That's it. It's, know you know, my- walking the, walk the golf course, Scott, being around the guys, being around the caddies, being around the officials, kind of soaking it all in. You're right about calling it off monitors. It's not like calling hockey or basketball or baseball or football, those kinds of sports. But – when you're there, there's a certain energy. Uh, there's a certain type of um, ambiance when you're there that you just can't duplicate uh, sitting in a studio, calling it off a television monitor while, you know, we should be eating lousy food and hearing and watching people fall asleep because they're drunk or eating ice cream out there wearing shorts when it's 51 degrees and they're sunburnt because they're wearing a tank top and black socks up to their knees. Instead, <laughs> we're going to be sitting there in a studio eating Chick-fil-A saying McElroy for birdie at four. It's going to be a little different. To one. On BBC (laughs) one, BBC two, BBC three. By the way, my second favorite text, other than who do we like, is stealing money. (laughs) That's what calling golf is. I tell Sands, you're sitting there. That's all you do. You you just, just, it's. Calling it's golf. embarrassing. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I tell I tell everyone every time, and they they just they, it's stealing money. And the people they that are don't. good at it, the people that are good at it, are good at it. You can make the broadcast better, but that doesn't make it any different than the fact that you should have a bandana around your nose and a pistol in your hand when you're calling golf. Particularly after last week, you go from yeah, major to I'm major. You go from Tahoe to whatever Royal Stamford. All right, Steve. I've been I've been jeopardizing all the conversation, Stanford. Steve, I know you got stuff to get to. Yeah. Um, Sands. Yeah. Uh, um, seven solo leaders have held on after 54 holes to win a tournament this year. 26% of the golfers after leaders of after Saturday have won. All right. I yep. give you anyone to pick. All right. With a two shot lead going into Sunday, not named John Rom. Who are you most confident in? Not named John Rom. Yep. Ooh, um, I will take a two-shot lead. I'll take Xander Shoffley. Ooh, all right. Little, little off the board there. If okay. Xander has a lead, I think he'll he'll handle his business. If he's one or two back and he's got to press a little bit, I think it it, it might not happen for him. But without John Rom on the board there, uh, Xander's got a good shot this week. It's a good golf course for him. Okay. Uh, 10 years, speaking of the golf course, 10 years ago, Darren Clark won as yeah. a hundred, 111th ranked player. Give me a, give me a dark horse outside the top 100. You like here. Mark Leishman. Uh, Leishman had one hand on the Clara jug. The last time our man Scott was doing an open, that was in the 2015 open championship at St. Andrews. Uh, I think Leishman has a, a really good chance uh, to come off the board. Um, 
Who else do I like from way outside? Mark, Give me Mark, Leishman. Leishman. Okay. Mark Leishman, by the way, is ranked 34th in the world. So. Oh, come on. Is he really? He's well, Darren. Clark he was, was out in Tahoe, Scott. Darren, he hasn't honed in. On his Darren Clark was, was 45 years old or something, and he was 111. And 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 Sansi, Sansi <laughs> gives you. Clark Sansi is the greatest gives player 30. of his generation in bad weather. All right. He uh, was and, a great and, pick that week. And he celebrated correctly. Oh. What a what a what a lovely guy! I was so happy. Like you don't root or whatever. I was so happy for him to win because that's a that's a life maker, man. Because for the rest of his life, you're the Open Championship, and now he's got this incredible gray beard, and he runs around. He looks like some kind of a villain from Bond. He's always dressed immaculately. He he did it right. If you're gonna win one big one, make it that. Hold on, now you're gonna make me look up who's outside the top 100. Leishman's 34 in the world. He's 34th in the world. 34. Not only is he not out of the top, he's a top 35 player. I, I drank a lot this week in Tahoe, man. I'm sorry. It's bad. Listen, All nobody right. knows the world golf ranking. Here, I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you a world golf ranking. Uh, hold on. I'm going to look it up right now. There you go. Sansi. Go ahead. Ask off. another question. He's driving to Dewey what? right now where he's going to eat some Mama Maria's pizza. Give him a shout out. Oh, Let me tell you something. God. Mama Maria's. Has there, ever been, has there ever been better pizza at 1 a.m. rather than 1 p.m. than Mama's? Come on. <laughs> It's a slice. It's a size. Uh, uh, it is a, a good God. A slice the size of your head. Yep. I'll give him that. Uh, it's, let me tell you something, Scott. It's straight from Rome. That pizza is so good at about 1.15 a.m. Yep. Straight from the motherland, man. So good. Okay. Rory and Kepka both going for their fifth major. Who are you more confident in? Kepka. I don't know wow. what it is about Rory, man. Rory's game is so solid. But for some reason, it's just not sharp right now. And I heard him say yesterday, uh, believe it or not, I actually looked this up because I do. We do have to work uh, this week. Uh, I heard him say yesterday that he hasn't played Lynx golf, Stanford, in two years. All right. So because of that, and I know he's won an open championship. The one that's missing on his resume is the Masters. Mm-hmm. Kepka's never won over there either. Uh, but I, I just I like a tougher minded guy uh, over there in the wind and the rain and the, the weird humps and bumps and bounces you get on golf courses like that, especially at this one. Royal St. George's is nuts. And and I think that you've got to be really mentally tough uh, to get it done. And not that Rory's not mentally tough. I just think Brooks is a little tougher right now. OK. He's looking up world golf rankings. Is Royal St. Really. George is Royal St. George's the one with the bridge? Now, the bridge would be the Swoken Bridge in St. Andrews. Oh, yeah, that one. St. Andrews. I mean, Jesus, like, Steve. Li- li- yeah, a little I, different. I get them mixed up. I've never been over Jesus. there. Sorry. Hey, Steve, Steve, yeah. keep your poise, man. Keep, it's, keep, only, <laughs> it's St. Andrews, man. Keep, My God. Keep your poise, big fella. My God. The God. one with the bridge. St. Andrews and Royal St. George's. Jesus. Not the I, same. Royal St. George's is hard as hell. My gosh, that's goodness. a hard golf course. Oh, it's impossible. I JT or DJ? JT. JT or DJ, I'll go JT there. Okay. Look, I'm looking at I'm looking at the rankings right now. Yeah, you got to scroll down to get past 100. Yeah, you got to it's go lower than 34. Okay. <laughs> Keep scrolling. Uh, my God, look at some of these names. None of these guys have a chance. There you go. Thank you. All right. No, no, I'm kidding. There's your information uh, we're looking for. Hey, look out for Thomas Peters. Oh, he's 84. Yeah, Thomas Peters from Belgium. Tall, slender right. guy. He is Thomas a tall Thomas Peters. 
Stamper uh, Steve's golf knowledge is sneaky. He has got hey, sneaky I, knowledge. I just don't know my open championship course. Hey, That's you know who's you know who's playing decent golf? And he actually won the open a few years ago, and then he should have won the masters when Tiger won in 2019. And he rinsed his ball at 12, and that was the end of him. And he's Molinari. outside the top 100. Francesco Molinari is a decent pick. Frankie like, Red better- Sauce. Frankie yes, Red Sauce. Exactly. Everybody's no, gonna s- bet him though, because Italy just won the Euros. So he's gonna get a lot of money. Hey, by the way, can I ask you a question, fellas? Please do. How, how do we I love the Stanley Cup playoffs, even if the game goes to 4 a.m. and it's seven overtimes. I hear you. I don't, like, with, the, I don't like the penalty kicks, man. Hey, go play it out. Golden don't, goal, forget it. Yeah, but you can't talk about the integrity of soccer if you're not a soccer guy. It's true. No, I, I, it's, I understand. I'm not a soccer guy. We're in the same guy, boat. But, but I don't love the, the gimmick. I understand why they do it in hockey and regulation. That's terrible. But in, in, in playoffs, you can't do it, man. No. You need a, you the, need Euro, a goal. the Euro final, man. That's a big spot. You, you, you can't have penalty kicks for that. Hey, Swoken Bridge, are you done asking him, peppering this guy with questions? Because I, I got, I got, I got very one more. Oh, I go. Um, I, it's pretty obvious. What's that, that little? What's that little bridge where they invented <laughs> golf? Where is that? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Where's Where's Naismith from? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> they invented golf and soccer, England, right? <laughs> there you go. Scotland, Scotland. Uh, actually, right. it's Scotland. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Right. Same place. Right. Um, really, really. Palo Alto, we obviously Burke, saw Berkeley. It's all the same, right? No, easy on that. Right. No, exactly. Gotta, exactly. There's a There's a big bridge between those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Love it. We obviously plenty of people have weighed in. It looked like Bryson's probably the worst person to caddy for if we after we've seen the last two weeks. Who would be the right. best player to caddy for? Oh man, um, McElroy. He's a he's a combination of great player, great guy. Isn't going to bury you by having to be on the range at five a.m. and then at eight thirty p.m. Uh, Kepka is also a great guy to. Uh, carry for Justin Thomas. Uh, those three guys would be the three bags I'd want the most. The comedy, look, you're there to make money, Stanford. I was just going to say the checks kind of matter, <laughs> right? You're there to make money. Those three guys are world class players, but you also have to have a good dude to carry the bag for. You're out there talking to them, mm. you know, for four and a half, five hours every day when they're playing and then practice rounds and hanging out in pro ams and, you know, driving to and from the golf course sometimes, depending on the situation. You spend a lot of time with your man if you're a caddy if you're not working for a good guy oh man that would be rough and i and justin thomas is a great guy scott and i you know we, we both love justin love rory uh and brooks uh, might not come across as as good a guy as those other two but to work mm-hmm. for him to be around him as as far as we know him uh kepka thomas and mackerel would be my three top guys who's bag you taking scott fred couples uh he hits four <laughs> balls yeah. He, he's yeah. going to hit three of three or four balls, get bored, start talking about sports. Where are we going to dinner? Let's yeah. hang out. Yeah, guess all, what? All time, Fred. all time legend. <laughs> no, no, no. Freddie would be phenomenal if he was Freddie Couples right now. <laughs> Freddie on the Champions Tour, you know, you're not making a lot of change there. Understood. Caddying on the Champions Tour. Uh, yeah, but, but yes, how about if you're going to go all this? time, I'll take Freddie without question. How about this, Sanzi? You were there. Polo. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell That's- you? That's inside the beltway, but that's a funny story. Scott, I I kid you not. I'm so glad you brought that up. We're in Tahoe, and you know how much Freddie watches. Freddie is playing in Omaha in the U.S. Senior Open. Uh I get a text from him when we first come on the air. All it says, capital letters, Marco! (laughs) (laughs) 
And I returned the text polo and he goes, gotta go. <laughs> he had to go to the go play in the final round of the U.S. Senior Open. My, Marco Polo. My I guy. just I just chose the I just chose Fred Couples for my bag. But if you yeah, want to, yeah. yeah, I get it. It's it, the the money making heyday is past. Uh, oh, we man. one last Fred pivot. Is the best all yeah. time. One last pivot because after back to back majors, you hop on the plane and go to the Olympics. Where yeah. you're calling diving, right? <laughs> okay. Well. What the f- do you know about diving? Uh, you know, as long as we don't go down the triple Lindy route, yeah. we'll be all right. But for those of you who have that reference in your bag from back to school, was it back to school? It was back to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah back to school. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> you gotta look. I do speed skating in the winter games, Scott. Yeah, I know that. You, you think I needed? You think you need to know anything about Yekaterina Labisheva? I'm your guy. Okay, so, you Bonnie know, Blair. It's not like I'm about to go lace up some skates. You know, it's, it's not like Al Michaels is running a seam route either. You know, I don't know. What, I don't know. That's not, why you have that's why you have others with you, you know? No. And I know you'll put in the work. It's I just had. Look, it's you're a dear friend. You're great at what you do. And I love the <laughs> and I love the fact that you're going to go call the Olympics. But if one friend can't bust the other friend's chops about calling diving and wondering out loud how much you know about the divers. I, I then what's the point in any of this? Right? It's, it's I can tell you one thing. Val Sands has said to me numerous times whenever the Olympics comes around, mm-hmm. she's never seen me study ever in anything <laughs> in any facet of life ever, except when the Olympics come around. And because, you will be- man, you better know what you're talking about. Or you're going to you are going to look like a complete buffoon. My question to you is, guys, yep. would you would you put on a speedo and go out in public? No chance. No chance. Yeah, I wouldn't either. No. no. Um, I look a mess. I've been working be a, hard at it too, but I. But it'd no have to be a couple. It'd have to be a couple. No one wants to see that. We'd have, there'd have to be a couple of commas and zeros involved before yeah. I did that. Yeah. Um, Sansi, there is another golf major this weekend. Yeah. It's in. It's in Dewey Beach. Oh man, yeah. You you played in it last year. Okay. Yeah. Now this is really inside the bellway. Has to deal with friends that are friends here. Who would be a worse champion, Joe Preston or Ed Kubek? Well, Joe will win and then go to starboard, but be in bed by eight fifteen, so you wouldn't have to deal with him anymore. Ed would continue to not only talk about the win, show you the trophy. Send text relentlessly, drink his face and eat his face off all weekend long. So I'd have to go Joe because he'll be in bed by 815 because he's just that soft. But I'm going to put an asterisk next to it if he wins because he doesn't drink on the course. He doesn't drink on the course. He, he, has, one, he has one kidney. He has one kidney. The guy's so down, what? He's down in Oregon, bro. You got to respect the kidney situation. What Test it mean? out. See how strong it is. What does that mean? He had one kidney. And by the way, I don't, I have don't you know. ever met anybody who found something internal when he turned 51 years of age? <laughs> what did he never go to a doctor? Mrs. I, Preston. I love Dorothy Preston. Did she never take him to get a physical? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you, you go through your whole life, not knowing you're down a significant organ. And then you'd find it. Wow. Son of a bitch, I'm down an organ here. Um, we love Joe, but put a shirt on Joe. You don't look that good anymore. I mean, what are you doing? It's kind of, it's kind of his routine. 
no one outside of our group of people knows what we're talking about now. Nope. So we're going to take this opportunity to say so long to network television star Steve oh, Sands, soon to be calling the Open Championship from a, a bunker in Connecticut and then calling uh, the diving from the Olympics where he will be putting that Colorado State diploma to work, studying his ass off to call it correctly. You go get him, Tiger. Go Rams. Did, did I actually graduate? I don't know. Did you? It's it's dicey. Very dicey. Ooh, you're one Very of those. Dicey. Very dicey. I do have yeah. a diploma. It's somewhere in the closet. But yeah, I appreciate it, fellas. You guys are the best. Hey, keep up the great work, all right? And uh, I've never, you know, that's a podcast. Nobody can see you, Scott, but I'm sure you're wearing a suit and tie right now because that's how dapper you are even on a podcast you overdress right, we, get, we got to go do a show tonight they, we, we double dip here so uh you know worst night like, of the year in sports what do you show other than you know is, is berman doing the uh, uh, hey. you know uh, hey. is berman doing the home run derby i mean i mean i don't know i'm here nothing, talking to you i'm gonna go to i'm gonna hang up with you and go find out watch show hey nothing upper deckers mcgruber i love no you, wonder you got no wonder you guys had me on tonight. There's absolutely no sports to talk about. Oh, we want to talk about the Open Championship yeah. and talk about the major last week. Are Come you on, picking no. Rom? Yeah, who'd you pick? Yeah, I'm picking Rom. Chalk. I, I hate he's... going with Chalk. I hate going with Chalk, but, man, he is playing the best. It's going to be hard not to take a little bit of a flyer, a little small nibble on him. How about Tyrrell Hatton? I'm going to, I'm going to take a little, little, little Tyrrell Hatton. He's in the top Hatton. 10, Sands, yeah, by the exactly. way. He's in the top 10. Tyrrell Hatton is going to anger himself out of not winning it on the weekend at some point. He might. He's an, he's an angry man. Love him, but, man, is he angry on the golf course. Yep. We're going to try to avoid I'm going to try to keep a zen state of mind out there in the tournament, try to focus and see if we can, uh, see if we can win our major. Uh, Steve Sands, ladies and gentlemen, network TV star, uh, driving to a beach near you and then calling the Olympics soon after the Open Championship. Thank you, my brother. Love you guys.